Hello and welcome to day 19 of Kickstart 2019. Uh, we're nearly two thirds of the way through the month now and I'm joined by Stephen Brown. Morning Stephen. Good morning, how are you Andy? Very, very well. We are missing uh, Luke this morning. He's got other commitments, but we do welcome to Kickstart 2019 uh, Clint Nykamp. Clint, introduce yourself, please. Good morning. I'm uh, yeah, I'm Clint Nykamp. I work for uh, Fine and Country and uh, run a couple of the 15 offices that we have across the Midlands. Fantastic and welcome. And it's lovely having you. Um, you on here, Clint. Um, what I'd like to talk about today in the Kickstart series is that um, you are on an incredible journey at the moment, running 12 marathons in 12 months, um, and I think you've done 10. And what I want to talk about today and, and, and get our listeners to understand is the mindset and the discipline and the consistency that you have had to to endure and do um, for this incredible, um, incredible achievement that you're doing for the Fine and Country Foundation. So you're doing it yeah. not for the love of running, but for no. um, for you know fantastic stuff for the Fine and Country Foundation. So um, I love to talk to you about mindset, discipline, consistency, and um, charity um, yes. for all our listeners. So far away. Okay, so I mean, so to start with mindsets, um, and I was thinking about this when I when I spoke to you guys about coming on here. Um, the mindset is quite simple, really, and and uh, it, it sums it up really. Decide to do something, and then do it. And I and, and I don't want to simplify that too much, but I think a lot of the times the guys will go into real detail about how they're planning on doing something and how they're going to work towards this and maybe try and do this. And I just think, you know, what are the steps that you need to put in place to get that result or to do that challenge? And then start taking those steps. And look, I've, I've recently read quite a good book by a guy called Rob Moore, um, Start Now, Get Perfect Later. So if you ask me what my first marathon looked like compared to my 10th, um, I'm... I'm <sighs> To be fair, I'm probably a similar fitness, probably slightly fitter now, but a similar fitness. But my first marathon was a mess. I, I ran off too fast. I was cramping up. I um, The supplements I took were all wrong, so I didn't feel too good. Um, and now on my 10th, you know, I've, I've pretty much nailed exactly what I need to eat and when I need to eat it, etc. So the, the point I'm making there is I, I took that step to do that first marathon. Whether it was perfect or not was irrelevant. I took that step. So the simple mindset of decide to do it and then go and do it. Fantastic. And, brilliant. And just for people listening, you know, we talk about, we've talked about in other episodes about doing videos and Dumb Beats Perfect. We talk about um, people's chapter ones, comparing it to people's chapters 20. You know, it's very, very different. But, you know, just think about how this can relate to your agency. So, you know, I talk a lot about prospecting and, you know, you know, decide to do it and then just do it. So I think that's a great, great line. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, in, in deciding to do something, it actually puts you into that mindset of, of achieving it. And if you may, if the decision is a real genuine decision and you're honest to yourself, uh, then, then you'll do it. But just another tip on deciding to do something, tell as many people as you can. 
Like, tell everyone. If you decide to do something, if you decide to lose some weight, if you decide on a certain target at work, if you decide on something in your family life, tell absolutely everyone you know and even people you don't know. And one of the things I did on, at our conference, we have a conference every year, and, and it was last year that I decided to do this, is we had a big wall um, and we all had to write down what we had to commit or what we wanted to commit to uh, the Fine and Country Foundation. And I thought, right, I'm committing. And in the biggest possible letters on that wall, I wrote 12 marathons in 12 months. I now, remember. Not only did, yeah, not only did everyone see that, but one of the guest speakers, uh, Andy McMenamin, um, who is an ultra uh, marathon runner, yeah. he annou- announced it on stage in front of all my <laughs> colleagues and all my friends. And so that, uh, for me, was um, uh, I wanted that to happen. And that's something I... I proactively do is to tell everyone so that people talk about it and people go wow he's doing that and I kind of go well yeah I am you know there's no I can't sit at home uh, on my own and go oh I've decided not to do it I'm doing it (laughs) on stage in front of a thousand people I don't think there's any uh, greater cause of uh, accountability than that is that's it that's it (laughs) so Clint um you're you're doing this I mean I, I watch um in awe sometimes of the videos that go on to Facebook particularly when you're overseas was it Nepal you went to and yes. and, and you're building homes for um people that are you know affected um by the the tragedies and atrocities over there in yeah. in recent years is is that what you're raising money for here uh so we uh, the Nepal, so we've got, we, we do uh, local um, outreach or local charity, and then we try and do international charity as well. And uh, the Nepal project was was great for us because um, homelessness, it, you know, our, our Fine and Country Foundation is all about helping homeless. And of course, in 2015, when that uh, earthquake hit, there were thousands upon thousands of people uh, that became homeless instantly overnight. Um, and unfortunately, over there, they haven't got the motorways and the resources uh, to just, you know, crack on with, with building a new house. And, and so um, we're now in 2019 and the village that we helped uh, rebuild is just about finished. I think they're on the last couple of houses and that will be a total of 86 houses that we've rebuilt and an entire village and an entire community. Um, and, and, you know, it's not to show off about what, you know, what we've done out there. I'm saying that because every time I say it, it makes me feel amazing that um, we, we can help other people literally change their lives and, and just give back a little bit. Um, for those that are listening here, I think most people know that Finding Country deal with um, the upper end or the upper quartile of the market. And so we're lucky enough to be able to deal with huge, stunning houses with people with ridiculous amounts of money and footballers, etc. And it's only fair that uh, it's almost an obligation that we've got uh, to look after the other end of the scale, and that's uh, homelessness. So, yeah, yeah, the Nepal project was where my, I think where my passion for for, uh, raising money for the foundation and doing charity work started because it was just an absolutely incredible trip. That's amazing. It's quite humbling, That's isn't absolutely it? Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Really is. Um, so you know what Fine and Country are doing, and all the stuff they do for the homelessness, and you know I see it a lot on social. It's absolutely incredible. So um, congratulations to everyone at Fine and Country. Um, just bring- it does require an immense amount of discipline, though, and that's what I'd really like to lock into for our listeners, Clint. You know, how do you maintain that 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 discipline, that core mindset of 
I'm going to do this because I'm a smoker for my sins and um, I regularly say I'm going to give up and it never happens. How do you maintain that discipline? So um, I'll I'll talk about smoking a bit there as well because um, I'm an ex-smoker. So um, I I, I think, (laughs) yeah, so um, I I I think with your mindset, again, it comes back to the decision you're going to make and why you're making that decision. Now, if that decision is not strong enough in your own mind and you haven't got enough of a passion about that certain thing, there's no way you're going to do it. So this is how I gave up smoking. I gave up smoking exactly seven years ago uh, when I met my partner. Um, And my partner is, uh, she had just retired from international athletics. She was representing Great Britain at various uh, distances, 3,000 metre steeplechase, 1,500 metre. So she'd just come back from the Commonwealth Games in Australia and I met her and I thought, wow, she's into well into her fitness. And I thought, I really like this girl. And there is absolutely no way on this wor- in this world that this girl is probably even going to have a drink with a smoker. So I gave up instantly. My decision was made. It didn't matter if I was going to shiver in a cold, dark corner. My decision was made. <laughs> and so... Um, you know, that's that's one extreme that I had to make that decision and absolutely stick to it. But um, I think Stephen mentioned there about a, a kind of, or you mentioned, about a core mindset. And that's exactly what it is. I think the problem with a lot of people with setting goals or, or, or getting to a certain mindset is that they try and put themselves in that mindset 100% of the time. And it's too intense. It's too much. They march around going, this is what I'm going to achieve this year. And they'll sit trying to relax in the evening going, this is what I'm going to try and achieve. I'm setting my goals. I'm not watching any TV. And they just go into this crazy, completely different person. So my advice is just make a decision on what you need to do and then go about your life as normal. But once you've made that core decision, you'll find that naturally you start doing that. So... um, you know, with with doing these marathons, I haven't gone, right, I'm not touching any drink. I'm not going to touch anything bad. I'm not going to eat a pizza. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. That didn't happen. I was just aware that I had to be a bit more fit. But the core mindset was I am doing 12 marathons in 12 months. And so on my first marathon, I actually uh, pulled up with an injury and, and I walked a lot of the second half and I had a calf injury. Um, on top of that, I, I think I was very close to hypothermia because I hadn't hydrated properly. The second half of the marathon it was raining, it was windy, it was on the coast. And when I got back to my car, I was shivering uncontrollably. I couldn't think how to start my engine. So I had to, I had to sit there for a Crikey. while. I was in a, yeah, I was in a real bad way. Luckily, I'm, I'm ex-army, so I've, I've, I've been in situations before. So I kind of said to myself, Clint, sort yourself out and, and you know, let's crack on. At that stage, that gave me the best excuse in the world. And I also thought, oh, I've got all this training to do and it's taken hours and hours of training. So at that stage, when I was shivering in the car and I was in a bad way, that was my best excuse to go, guys, I tried. And, you know, I got really poorly after the first one. I felt really bad. And that's the really make or break moment, isn't it, Clint? That, but what I'm saying is that could have been my excuse and that would have been a legitimate excuse. Guys, I nearly went down with hypothermia. I spent hours and hours away from the family training. So this, this challenge is just too much. But I'd made that decision already. It doesn't matter. I had made the decision. I'm doing 12 
in 12 months and I'm raising a good amount of money for charity. So it's that you're exactly right when you when you use the word core. It's that core mindset. Now, look, if you come around my house on a Friday evening or a Saturday evening or a Sunday afternoon, you'll find me lazing about, watching TV, playing with the kids, having the odd curry, having the odd beer. I have not changed my lifestyle as a whole. I just made a decision to do and achieve something. And what uh, what you've done is absolutely incredible. Um, absolutely fantastic so well done and again I just want to apply it so think of all our listeners out there how can you apply this discipline and mindset to yourself at work what are all the key activities that you need to be disciplined in um, and have the right mindset you know what's your mindset like when you're going on a market appraisal what's your mindset like when you're answering a phone what's your mindset like when you're going on a viewing okay what's your discipline like when you've got to do all the key activities in your business so um, you know prospecting now how disciplined are you doing that every single day for one hour or two hours and making sure it happens and yes you can use excuses every every day as to why you don't want to do it and that you know in, in fact um funnily enough somebody just sent me a facebook message about 10 minutes ago to say they were prospecting yesterday and one of the people prospecting had their arms folded and said this is a total waste of time i'm not getting in anything from any call and i've just said well actually you've got to believe it's a long-term process you know and discipline is for the long term and creating the right habits and everything you do in 30 60 90 days or everything you do in the next 30 days it's going to have a massive impact in what happens to your business in the next 90 days so you've got to be disciplined you've got to have the right mindset and um, I think your partner's called um, Tina is that correct Clint? Yeah, Tina Brown. Okay, yeah. so you know, as you said, Tina um, ran for for England or um, Britain. Yeah, she ran for Great Britain for many years. She was on Team GB. She competed in two lots of uh, um, uh, Commonwealth Games, uh, various competitions all over the world, and um, you know, over over her years of of top athletics, she committed. She didn't drink. Uh, her diet was very strict. She trained. Every morning she was up at five training and then she did the afternoon training sessions, so training twice a day. And uh, she, you know, she had made a decision to do that. It wasn't like, oh, no, look at her. She's got to do all this training. It was her decision. But once she'd committed to it, she did it and she got to the top of her game. And that's the point. If, so you're, if, if you're a world-class athlete, you know, you train um, you know, for the Commonwealth Games, a big event to peak at the right time. But you need to be doing it in agency every day. You need to have that discipline. You need to have that consistency, um, that drive, that passion to succeed. Um, because yeah, if, so because if you do, you will have a fantastic, fantastic um, career, maybe a hobby, some, some people see it as, rather than a job. Yeah, I was just um, just before we came on this morning. I was uh, I usually have a, a team meeting with my guys in the office, so I've stayed at home this morning to uh, make sure it's a bit quieter because our office is very busy. Um, so I just had a, <laughs> of all things, I had a WhatsApp meeting. Uh, so we just WhatsApped around and said, "What are you up to today?" and what we're going to follow up on, etc. And uh, one of the guys in my office, um, they said, 
I'm, I'm going out today to do some face-to-face meetings. We like to do face-to-face meetings with uh, people that are moving so we can help them buy a house or we can refer them to one of our other branches or whatever we need to do to help them out. And she said, well, I'm, I'm going to go out and I'm going to try and do about 10 face-to-face meetings. And so I picked up on the two words, try and about. And I said, look, let's just simplify this. I don't care if it's three face-to-face meetings, but commit yourself to a number and then go and do that number. So don't overcommit. I'm not looking for you to go crazy and go, all right, I'm going to go out and do 25. Just commit to a number and go and do that number. Because I think going back to consistency, once you know what that number is and the result you get out of that number over a certain amount of time, you can tweak what you're doing. So if you're meeting five people face-to-face every day and you're getting a certain result and you want to up that result, go and meet seven people face-to-face. And it's those small marginal increase or marginal gains, as Troy Malcolm taught us a a couple of weeks ago, that are going to make a massive difference to your career over time. So the one thing I'm picking up from this um, podcast today, and obviously we're looking to help people kickstart their 2019, and I can't think of, genuinely, Clint, can't think of anybody more inspirational. Um, The journey you're on is amazing. I know that the uh, Fine and Country Conference is, um, you know, been and gone now by the time that this uh, gets released. Um, And and I'm sure that you'll, um, you know, achieve the maximum admiration from the people in the room. But I've picked up on four things for our listeners. Firstly have that core belief. Yeah. Secondly, have the discipline to see it through. Third is consistently work at it. And the fourth is have accountability. So we've talked about peer partners or buddying up, but you talked about, you know, I, I don't think there's a greater way of doing it than announcing it to a thousand people in a room a year ago, but <laughs> your, your, your accountability is those thousand people in the room. Yeah. And, so uh, you know, you know, my accountability is also um, because this is what I tell myself and how I set my, my, my sort of core mindset. My accountability is, is to homeless people out there. And, and, and for those of you that know me, I'm, I'm ex-military. Um, and uh, in London, they did a survey on, on homeless people. And I'm sure it's the same all over the country. But uh, um, up to 40, it was like 38 percent or just on 40 percent of homeless people are ex-military. And so, you know, when I talked earlier on about the why, why are we doing this? Well, when I'm running my marathon and I'm hitting 19 miles, 20 miles, and I just, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering why I took this challenge and I feel like I want to cry and my legs are cramping up and I feel horrendous. I think, well, in another six miles, I'm going to be finished this and then I'm going to go home. I've got a, a beautiful family. My partner's going to cook me a lovely meal. I'm going to be sat in the bath for as long as I want, probably having a beer and everything's going to be fine. But there's people out there that they, they can't do that. They're still going to be on the street. And that's important to me. That's that's um, I really need to help these people. That's my big why. I've got to help these people. That's um, inspiring. Yes. Cool. Thank you so much for your time today, Clint. We hope our listeners have taken uh, value and, and added value from, from what we've discussed. Um, you are an inspiration. I think Stephen will try and get a, a link to Clint's profile in the release today um, so that um, obviously we can um, in- encourage people to do And welcome. Saying congratulations, Clint. Um, you're an inspiration as well. Can hear him barking and talking at the same time. 
<laughs> Phenomenal. So thanks for joining us on day 19 of uh, Kickstart 2019. We are now on the home straight um, and uh, obviously closing in towards the end of the month. Thank you so much for your time today, Clint and Stephen. Uh, do pop along to www.eapodcast.co.uk and hit the subscribe. We'll get the daily tips sent straight to your inbox. And uh, failing that, you can now head over to our fully functional Facebook page, which is simply at EA Podcast. We'll see you Thank tomorrow. Thank you. Have Thank a great you. weekend, everybody. Thanks, Cheers.